This podcast is sponsored by Mitten Marketing Solutions. If you have struggled to grow your online presence, revenue, or community, you definitely need to check them out at mittenmarketingsolutions.com. Mitten Marketing has drastically increased business for many company social media profiles through organic traffic, customer engagement, and digital marketing uniquely tailored for your needs. Again, specifically for your business needs, check out mittenmarketingsolutions.com. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. This is your host, Trevor Jensen, and with me as always is... Riley Clark. Episode 53. And for episode 53, we got a really, really good story for you. For a new edition of Does It Go Bump? That's right, we're bringing it back. You gotta bring back that buzzer. Yeah, we were missing it, and this story deserves an episode all to itself. It needs our critiquing. And it definitely needs our critiquing and deciphering and decoding. (laughs) Why don't we just dive on in? Because this is a thick boy. Yeah. So it happened three years ago, August 7th, 2017. Which seems like an eternity. Seems like a really, really long time ago. Before we could uh, go out in public. It's location, (laughs) Massachusetts. No. Manhattan, Manhattan, New yeah. York. New York, New York. It is titled Dear David. Yes. So You may have heard of it. I was going to say, this is pretty famous because Adam Ellis? Yes. His name? Yeah. He is uh, formerly a cartoonist for BuzzFeed, and he has a pretty, I would say at the time in 2017, a decent following on Twitter and other social media like that because of where he worked and what he did. And his art's really cool. Yeah, he actually is a very, very talented artist. But that is kind of besides the point of what's going on. So his Twitter one day, out of nowhere, after years of no paranormal talks, nothing like that whatsoever, he just tweets something that's very, very uncalled for, I would say. And unsettling. Yeah, I would say that's very unsettling. And what was the tweet? So my apartment is currently being haunted by a ghost of a dead child and he's trying to kill me. Thread. Now, what does that make you feel when you hear that? I need to know more. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I if would say I so. I've seen someone that I follow, and a somewhat celebrity. I I guess you could call him a celebrity at the time because of his. He worked at BuzzFeed, and BuzzFeed is a very well-known internet. Yeah. Thingy. I don't know so what to call someone it. Someone very followed, and. For them to just out of the blue all of a sudden talk about ghosts. Boom. Here it is. Okay. Different. And by different, I mean this is freaking crazy. So, he goes on a little bit to explain what he sees. And he says that he sees a small child with a caved-in skull. Yes. 
you have seen the photo. It's the cover photo for this episode. We posted it on Facebook. If you haven't, there will be links in the description, so make sure you click on it. You can follow the whole Twitter feed along with us mm. with all the pictures and videos and alike. But, so he draws this creepy cartoon kid with no pupils, a caved-in skull on the left side, uh, stringy hair. Pretty and, gross looking in general, I would say. Yeah. Very misshapen. He says that the first time that he sees him, too, is in a dream. And it's in a green chair in his apartment. And he's, he's just, just staring. staring. Yeah, he's just staring at him. So just Im- to, like take that image for a second of like how we describe David and that of a small child sitting in a chair in your apartment staring at you. Yeah, and while he's dreaming of this character because he doesn't know what it is yet no not at all he also suffers from sleep paralysis on the reg so and if you don't know what sleep paralysis is he's just fun trapped in his bed can't move in a dream state seeing this dented in little kid and whether that be from fear of sleep paralysis or just having sleep paralysis, you are locked in your bed and you can't move. But you are fully conscious of what's going on around yeah. you. And he starts creeping towards him while he's sleeping. Just creeping in the window. And he couldn't move. And right Snatching before he reached his bed, he woke up screaming. Ah! Probably. I would say so. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. At that point, definitely I'm screaming. Then, a few nights later... He has another dream where he's in a library and a girl came up to him and said, you've seen Dear David, haven't you? Weird. And he goes, who? And she said, Dear David, you saw him. (laughs) Okay. You immediately start thinking, what, who's Dear David? Is that... Is that who I've been seeing in my room? Snatching all my people up? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I guess, yeah. Well, she continued, and she said, he's dead. He only appears at midnight. And you can ask him two questions. If you said, dear David, first. She continued and added, but never ask him a third question or he will kill you. He'll strike you down. He was super shaken. I would be too. <laughs> having two dreams in the, the couple weeks that are so similar, re, like back, related, that are super vivid. Like how often do you have vivid dreams? It's like once in a blue moon, right? Yeah, I would say like I haven't like had like a, a like one of those dreams where you wake up and you feel like you lived it. Like, I remember my dreams a lot where it's like, that was cool. I was a dragon. But then you feel real life. Exactly. But then those dreams come like, you're right, once in a blue moon where you're just like, wow, I felt like I was in that car and I was doing 130 miles an hour on that track. Like, cool stuff like that. Right. But then he has a third dream. Hmm. A couple weeks had passed without anything going on. And he has a dream. And he sees David, and he says, Dear David, what happened to you 
and he says an accident and he says dear david what happened to you in the accident that's two and he says a shelf fell on him i'm still so curious he asked then the third pushed the shelf he didn't need to take it there buddy no he didn't that's and he the also third forgot question. to say something else he forgot to say dear david dear david what did david say Dad. That's definitely what Adam was thinking. Death awaits. He woke up terrified. Wouldn't you? I would, like, again, I'm just going to keep saying, wouldn't you be terrified? Like, after having those weird dreams come back to back, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck, I broke the cardinal rule. Right. He's shook. He's absolutely shook to his core. So now he starts thinking logically, right? Mm. Well, if this place is haunted... Maybe I can find the history on David, and maybe that'll help him pass, you know? Yeah. He Googles David, Devin, Daniel, Devante. Everything in between. Decipus. Dipshit. Dingus. (laughs) Dingus. He does everything with a D. He ain't find no little kid gone missing or killed with a shelf hitting their head and causing a major impact. Brutal. Still so brutal, though. So, what happened to David? Is it true, or is he lying? Is David a liar? How long back are we talking? Like, is he looking in recent history, or like, long recorded history? Right. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So, Midnight starts to play a big role in this it definitely does it definitely becomes a huge trend through the rest of the story mm-hmm. just the remember ne- that yeah time. the next batch of things that really start to go down is he has cats and they say that cats have a very keen sense to the paranormal and basically can see ghosts so like they're more spiritually inclined to things just like babies are yeah so before we get into the cats, something happens with Adam's life. He has the ability to move upstairs into a new apartment. All this being random, it's also assumed that because of these dreams that started, that he wants to get out of this apartment as well, on top of getting a bigger apartment, which is also awesome. Yeah, I mean, escaping the dreams that you're having. torture, new scenery might help. Well, it's like... You're having dreams that are brand new in a new space that you... Well, I wouldn't say new space because he's been living there, but it's like maybe a new change like yeah. brings the, the new I'm non-dreams. Sure it, I'm guessing that the apartment had a different layout, so... A new feel, like a fresh air, like, like a breath of, breath of fresh air. Yeah, maybe the windows were in different spots. I don't know. I know when I move every time, it's like a, a weight gets lifted. Well, I mean, I've only moved like two times, but... But about four nights passed and we get into where his cats are involved in this story. And also to clarify, he doesn't move apartment buildings or anything. He just literally goes up a flight of stairs. Yeah. So his cats at midnight start, I don't know, like... Consistently, he says, too. Staring at 
the front door, which is actually kind of a creepy front door. I'm not yeah. going to lie. He posts pictures of this happening. He's got videos of it. There's multiple tweets in these threads that we're talking about right now of this exact thing where his cats are literally just staring underneath the door. Yeah. And there's also a clock that shows it's midnight. And to, to make it a little more like like well known, when you open his door, it walks out into like an like a landing where it's not very and, big and, and then, then just left straight, down right to the stairs. Yep. Right to the just stairs. Just a straight drop downstairs. So there's not a whole lot out there. I don't like, think there's another the door. He's the only apartment on that Yeah, floor. I was going to say, I think there's nothing else up there. I don't even think, I think it's just like one of those buildings that has like oh. factory stuff going on and then one end of it or, is just like apartments or something. Or it's not know. even an apartment. It's one of those houses where it's like a duplex house where it's like the basement's in an apartment, the upstairs is an apartment, and then, you know, if maybe there's a basement level, that's an apartment. And it's just like yeah, three rooms, that's it. I've never been I've, to Manhattan, so I, also, I don't know yeah, how y'all in New York live. No so. clue how they laid it out, but he was on the top floor at this point so and it doesn't seem it from the the videos and the stuff he's posted it doesn't yeah. seem like the and most spacious place every either. time he looks out into this little hallway area he sees nothing like there's nothing that his cat should be going crazy about mm-hmm. until so dun, dun, dun. his cats do it again <laughs> They're acting strange again, meowing and just being weird. And, and he decides, it's at midnight every time still, all right, right? Instead of opening the door and giving whatever it is a chance to run away, I'm going to snap a photo to the peephole. The peephole. Yeah, because he got a peephole. He snaps a photo and it looks like the face of dear David. It does. It It's pretty, like, in a clear high resolution photo that is cleaned up with brighter you know brighter resolution there is a face at the bottom left of the picture where it's like on the staircase kind of and it's really dark but it you can almost make out like a child's face looking at you it's it is pretty creepy i would say you should probably check it out because it is worth looking at and that's not only like the only picture there's so many pictures and I mean, he he thought maybe it could be a smudge or something. Um, he Didn't deadbolt- even notice it at first. Something. Yeah, he deadlocks the door, goes to bed. He his cats are meowing all night. Bonkers. I'm pretty sure he's got a three legged cat too. Ninety nine percent positive one of his cats three legged. Um, some awesome. more days pass as cats continually continue to do this, and now around I think. From what people have suggested and what's later in the story is like they start going to the door earlier and hanging out longer and hanging out longer in front of the doors and acting strange. Like there's a long stretch where the cats are just literally acting bonkers, like doing being really weird. Um, He starts looking for help. Because his Twitter story is gaining traction on the internet. Yeah, and people are starting to get concerned with this because they're like ex- actually concerned for his safety at this point. So he starts putting salt around the door at night. You know, granted, people have moved on from the thought of like maybe somebody's trying to like case out the joint or break in or whatnot. And now this is getting a little more paranormal. So he gets advice to download an app on his phone that starts recording 
when noise is made, similar to the EVP devices that we've used. A lot of people use these, actually, and they're pretty handy. So we're actually going to play that sound for you. Just a, a snapping noise. What do you think that snapping noise could have been? The cats, maybe? Like a cat jumping off a counter? Yeah. Could be. Very much so could or be. a cat knocking something down at 3 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I would possible. believe that, too. Like, I, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a door. Not like a door to me. But there also seems to be a noise that's prevalent in a lot of the things that he captures, and it's this as well. It's this electric static noise. Hopefully the mic's picking that up. Maybe. It's like... Yeah. It sounds like your radio's gone bad and got wet, basically. A short circuit. So he catches two more sounds like that, and they keep happening between 2 and 3 a.m., the witching hour. Door switching. Creepy. It's still even more creepy that it's happening only past midnight and stuff like that now. Yeah. So things are creeping him the fuck out. So he says, I'm out. My mental health is fucked. He takes a little vacay. Doesn't say where he's going or anything, but he comes back with a present. For the for ghosties. David. Yeah, for the ghosties. <laughs> he buys a Polaroid. And this little Polaroid spits out its own picture and develops right in front of you. If you don't know what a Polaroid does. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, I want one. Fun to play with. Unfortunately, we forgot ours when we went to Very much police. so. Forgot. Actually, I found it after we left and when we, we came back. We could have caught David. Yeah, I found Jenna's after we came back and I was like, I'm so sad. Oh, so man. sad. Dude, we look, it was in an easy spot too, wasn't it? It was underneath my TV in my, uh, my bedroom in a box that we were using as a TV stand. Don't know how the... Got in there. <laughs> Don't All know right, why well, it was in there. The point. <laughs> Super weird thought to put it, but it was in there. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> I think the ghost did it because I don't remember doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so he snaps some some photos in the living room and the chair that David was rocking in. All of it looks normal. These very pictures normal. look very normal. Very normal. Then he decides, I'm going to take a picture in the hallway. Like a ballsy man. He snapped that photo. He snapped that photo. He develops it. How's it turn out? Fucked up. <laughs> Super Black. fucked up. Black as, as the night. night. Yeah, as like the night sky with no stars and like I mean like there's no it's like what is that Vanta black? Is that the ultimate black? Is that yeah, what it is? Whatever the ultimate black is, that's yeah, how it it's 99.9% black. It's like Just a black, black hole. And he tested all of the other photos in the pack and they all turned out fine. There's no rips, no tears, no chemical wrongs. But this one. In that pack. And the other black. packs. Wrong. Why? See, that's a weird one. Polaroids don't normally do that. So he tries to debunk it because, you know, the internet is always going to say, take yo, a, your finger is in front of the lens, Take dog. a few more photos. So he snaps one with his finger over the lens. Completely different shade of yeah, black. Yeah, it's black, but it's not that black. It's got some gray to it. Yeah, it look it looks like if you would like 
like not cover it all well enough but you're doing your best job pushing your thumb against it but like you know what i mean where it's just like no matter what you do you're not going to get all of it but then the other one is jet black all of it weird super weird so two weeks pass and his cats are still doing the door thing every night cats are so cool <laughs> at like, midnight the fact that the cats just know that something's up like yo we gotta protect this house you think that's what they do you think they're protecting it from ghosts or do you think they're just like curious and they're like I'm out as soon as I see one I don't know I really don't how do you we should ask buttons we should get your cat to come ghost adventuring with us and see if he fights or flights so a thunderstorm's coming in and he's very unsettled this night because you know what that means. Yeah. I mean, when a lightning we storm, had a thunderstorm at Old Lincoln Old Lincoln County Jail, shit was crazy popping. So it makes everything go crazy. I would be unsettling, too, if I wasn't into paranormal like I am. Because <laughs> if this was happening to me, I'd be like, come on, David, let's go. Come on, little boy. I got more than two questions to let's ask Let's jump you, on buddy. the bed together, boy. Yeah. So thunderstorms are coming. He posts some pictures of the thunderstorm. They're pretty nice. And just all around creeped out from the electricity in the room, I would say. Yeah, just creeped out. So he goes to bed, and he has another dream of David. electrified dream. Dragging him by his arm. This is a weird one. Through an abandoned warehouse. Remember that. It's a warehouse. Remember the warehouse, just like we said, remember midnight. Getting dragged by his arm. Remember that. So, he couldn't fight back in this dream. He's completely sleep paralysis out. It's a Ooh, little kid, wet mind noodle. you. Maybe three and a half feet tall, <laughs> dragging him with a dented head. Come on, man. Super powerful mans. Come on, man. So, he wakes up. He heads out, go get some coffee. He takes a look at his arm. Notices he has a bruise on his arm. Possibly from David dragging him. Possibly from a mishap the day before that he forgets. Doesn't remember. He chalks it up as that. Yeah, doesn't remember. So he's like, well, this dream was weird. Uh, that's weird. I'm leaving. Gets his coffee. And then he passes a nearby, like, I would say... Abandoned warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) That That, he knew was there. That's the one. He knows it's there. He passes it all the time when he goes to get coffee. But the door is open today. But today, the door is open. And you can walk right in. And he can walk right in. So what does he do? He walks in. And what's in the middle of this abandoned warehouse? But a green chair. Yeah, there's nothing else in the warehouse either. He snaps a a photo of it. Weird. Okay, after... The beginning of the story, remember, he first saw David in a green chair in his apartment. Weird. So he finishes his walk to go get coffee and comes back. It's closed. It's closed. <laughs> like within five minutes, it's closed. He's seen what he's seen. He needed to see it. Weird. Why was that door open? No idea. It makes me very unsettled for him, though. Like, that would be unsettling to was me. Was it David playing with the door going, ha ha, 
was I've it a got worker? you to go in. Or was it a worker going, who the fuck just walked into my <laughs> warehouse? Get the fuck out of here. The alarms in there are going off because some homeless guy's walking around and they're like, dude, we gotta go shut that door. We forgot about it. Yeah, he doesn't say. Maybe. He doesn't sleep much that night. Maybe. That would fuck me up still. Like if I was Adam, yeah, that'd fuck me up. So he chalks it up as just another strange occurrence. And his cats continue to go to the door. I love these cats. These cats are on it. They're the best part of the story. Just kidding. <laughs> Dude, he has a three-legged cat. And in one of the videos, I'm 99.99% positive that there's a three-legged cat. Yeah, because it's like you didn't pay attention to the cats. You paid attention to the ghost. I paid attention to the cats. <laughs> but then this starts to happen. He starts getting a call from an unknown number. He doesn't usually answer these calls either. I wouldn't after hours like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't answer phone calls that I don't know when it's like six, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. Like, yeah. no thanks. Not gonna so deal with it. he gets a call at 10. He doesn't answer it. He gets another call. It's blowing his phone up at this point. I wouldn't say it's blowing his 30 phone up. 30 minutes later. Yeah, it's he annoying answers enough. It this time. Ballsy. Not wanting he to doesn't speak want, first. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk first. He says nothing. Pro move. Yes. Pro move is fuck. Nega- <laughs> negotiations, he's winning right there. Uh, yeah, at this point, hostage negotiations. He's like, won. sup, David? Now we're face-to-face. I got you. I'm alive. Technology style. So he sits quietly. And he starts to hear light breathing. And this static. And then he hears, hello. Hello. And he hangs up. Click. That was supposed to be the dial Now, if that was a telemarketer, he was not doing his job very well. Fuck out of here with your calls. <laughs> that that shake me. That would shake me. Not going to lie. Like, I, I already don't like having to talk on the phone too much in general. So if somebody calls me and is just like heavy breathing into the phone and just like, hi, hang up. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So he's freaking out. He shuts all the curtains in his house, locks the door, goes on complete lockdown mode. Probably think somebody's watching him at this point because I would. He just sits and watches TV till the sun comes up. Ballsy. I don't even know if I could. Trying that. to think of a logical explanation, obviously, all night because who ever wants a call from the hashling slasher <laughs> the old flying dutchman's gonna come flying through your window and take you to the davy jones lock so three more weeks weird shit still happening super weird so he just keeps writing everything down he's not really updating twitter as much it's just there's so much weird shit going on that he doesn't really know how to explain it right yeah. Which, I mean, how do you explain it at this point? There's a lot going on. You're moving apartments. Your cats are doing weird so shit. Having weird he dreams. He kind of starts acting kind of weird, I think, at this point in the, sto- the story. Yeah, I think it's to be assumed that his moving, mental health is going downhill. He starts moving the green chair all around the living room. Well, it would, I would too, because it's like, if this is the, the reason for having these nightmares. And he's about to go on vacation to Japan and just get out for like three weeks. He said, I'm out again. And he sets up a little motion activated camera in 
Basically a trap room, cam. Trying to see if anything happens, you know. He just wants to keep tabs on his apartment and, you know, maybe David will show up. Check out the cats. See if the cat so sitter's doing their job. He's chilling in Japan, enjoying his vacation. Gets a notification that says, yo, movement. Yeah, movement. Movement. I as mean, a, it's probably the cats, but. As a hunter, I love that notification. Movement. As okay. a guy scared movement. of death of a kid with a dent in his head, I would not like that notification. I honestly actually don't know if the cats were in the apartment at the time or if there was absolutely they were. nothing. They were? They were. Okay. Yes, because. We'll find out. So he gets another notification around 11. So he goes, fuck, I have to look. I got to. Got I got to know. If someone's breaking into the apartment right now and someone's hurting my kitties, we're going to have a problem. I would. I would have a problem. A very big problem. Now he updodes, uploads. I said that Updodes. Updodes. He updodes. A video. Of what happened. The chair that he just happened to place in front of the camera is rocking. And this is a rocking chair, so it's a little... The same chair say it's a little weird. that David first appeared in at midnight. Now, let's remember, when is this notification? 11. See the trend? Midnight, 11. Pretty close. It's pretty close. David's got his time when he likes to play. It's after his bedtime. If he's a child, he should be in bed. But we don't know if he's actually a kid. He could be a demon. He is a demon. Yes, we, it just seems so illogical that there is a child that asks you three questions and then kills you. Yeah, that sounds demonic. Sounds very demonic. Like, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a riddle. Demons like that kind of thing. So he gets the second notification for movement from the apartment while he's away. This is only minutes later. A turtle shell that is above his bookshelf, kind of by the rocking chair, just springboards off the wall and falls. And in these comments, too, in the videos, I don't know if you've seen any of this, there is, like... Uh, the light in the background. Exactly. Is and the blue chair. And the blue chair is turned and yeah. moved in. So there's more things going on here than what meets the eye at first. Yeah. So there's a light in the kitchen that in the first video it was not on in the second video which is moments later it's on mm. and the blue chair that is over by the, like his little dining room table yeah, or like where he sits and draws or something closer to the stuff is slid like it was facing the wall now it was facing towards the yeah it was room. clock yeah turned inwards and turned yeah you you said it better i don't know if i could say yeah. it and a lot of people in the comments were like yo why do you got a turtle shell hanging on your wall he said he picked it up at a native swap me or trading mm -hmm. post in Montana. Yeah, and the and the reason from. for the difference in the, the videos there as well is these are motion captured time things. So it only captures a small amount of video and then it'll go back into hibernation until movement happens again. Mm -hmm. So it's not that odd that there isn't a continuous video, which makes sense to me because I can't afford to have fucking... Like, what is it? Like, that many days worth of hours worth of, like, cloud storage for yeah, that? <laughs> no way. Just no so, way. So, more time passes. He's scared to check the camera. Because you can, with these cameras, you can tune in whenever you want. Like, yeah, you, you have can, a live you feed. You can jump in live, but you just can't 
copy and record all of it. Right. You could screenshot it, I'm sure. Screen live record it, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, cheating. <laughs> his cat, Maxwell, starts acting weird on the couch. I, okay, pause. Sitting up all weird. Maxwell, like human names for animals, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> right? I love it. Right, right. But Maxwell's so sitting up on his butt and just like pawing. Like you would see a cat go after a bug, but there's literally Nothing no blood. There, yeah. And you see this frame. clear as day in the video. The cat's pawing at air, air pockets, I would say. <laughs> He's trying to fight something. So the cat is obviously going fisticuffs with he's Dear David at Mike this time. Mike Tyson and Dear David. You know, now that you say he's like boxing with him, they would be about the same height. They would be. If so he was he'd, be on the papping couch, the, he'd be bapping the crater head boy just right in the crater. Yeah, he's just bopping like, what's wrong with your head, boy? He's like, squish, squish, squish. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Put something on, I'm going to knock it over. <laughs> you need a helmet there, bud. Oh my god! That's... And he says Maxwell doesn't, doesn't act do weird this, yeah. about bugs. He just eats them. And Maxwell doesn't. Which, they hasn't had any that's activity what my cat like this too. either, he though. Just likes to eat bugs. Yeah, and I'm I'm 99 positive he was like I've never seen him like actually like do that. Right, and he said that he didn't really get bugs in his apartment either. Yeah, I mean he's in New York. Like the biggest he thing you're gonna get is a giant rat. He likes to keep the windows closed because he enjoys the AC and likes to keep it chilly in his crib. Could could you imagine how warm it would be in a city like that? On a, like an August day like he's talking about? It's so hot. What happened? So more then dreams? he catches another video. The oh, cats are oh. looking at the table weird. And there's like this green mason jar that's sitting on oh, the table. Oh yeah, that's right. And it moves all by itself. Yeah, it slides like, it across. It slides the table. maybe like three inches to the right. And he is it a glass table it was on? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you could see that there's nothing under it pulling it. There's no yeah. strings. And the cats react really to it and are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they just stare at it like, "Oh, what?" Well, one cat was didn't even give a fuck what was going on. But I'm pretty sure, like, the other gave cat, it the look it was like, "Whatever." The other cat was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I would, I would have been the cat that's like, "Huh? Oh, okay, that's fine. It's just happening again." Plus, they're probably seeing Dear David, like, "Oh my god, look at this thing! They oh just my god, see the he's kid just moving stuff, stuff weird. Yeah. Why are you moving that, dude?" Or the cat was like, "Dude, that was I was gonna do that." The kid's just really <laughs> bored, and he's just like sliding cups around. He's like, <laughs> "Rocking chairs." When is this guy stuff. gonna finally see me? <laughs> Oh my god! So, so he starts having nightmares again. These dreams, while he's dude. in Japan, these dreams, dude. I think it's because he checked the cams, bro. If he wouldn't have checked the cams, it spiritually David connected him back. Wouldn't to it. have had an opportunity to connect with him because he was so far away. Could be very well. So could be because you do think that electricity carries spiritual currents. So. He's back now, and he's taking a nap. And he has a dream. And as he is in this dream, he's laying on a bed, and he rolls over. And he sees a head. (laughs) Sorry. That says hello. That's bloody with a spine attached to it that snakes down the edge of the bed. Could you imagine that, though? It's like the scariest thing I can think of. It'd be like Mortal Kombat, like gore. And, you know, and just like holding it next to your head, like your bed, and you just like open your eyes and it's just like, hello. And you're just like, uh, fuck, not again. Again. <laughs> again. Oh, no. 
Ugh. The eviscera. And as he's looking at it, it smiles and says, it feels great. That's just sadistic. That's so sadistic. Like, what kind of severed head is going to tell me? It feels so good. It's so freeing not having a body. So he also has some dreams where he's seeing dark figures staring through his windows. And he lives on the second floor. I'm pretty sure the second floor is the top floor. Like he said, like at yeah, one point, I, there's, I think there's only two floors. In yeah, this like building. he lives at the highest point that you can go without having roof access. Yeah, like if you watch the videos, like you'll see that the the style of the apartment building is very weird. He can look out to the roof too, which it's so fucking the roof weird. of another building. Yeah, which it's it's like I don't know how they have their housing set up at all there. I don't know how many flights of stairs he is up, but it's like. It's, the way that place is set up seems like one of those real shitty apartments in New York where you just look into another building too. Yeah, and after he has this dream, he just feels really unsettled for a while. I could only imagine his mental health has taken such a toll that he's just in a very dark place. Could, like I don't think I would be mentally right after having this much happen. Yeah. Like he's had a lot happen to him now. So to clear his brain, he decides I'm gonna go for a walk. And for some reason he decides to walk by that abandoned warehouse again. And as he's scurrying past it, he knows that It's open. It's open again. With something inside. Not a chair this time. But a hearse. Why? Like I don't think David can drive. But, like, even more odd is this is an abandoned, like, warehouse factory. Nothing really is in there at all. But just so happens there's just a random hearse. It's just, it's a weird coincidence. So, he just, like, Adam continues on his way, gets his lunch on his walk. Then he walks back. Don't think the place that he goes and gets his lunch is very far away from this building and his apartment. So he walks back past this same complex that had the hearse in it. And this place is shut now. And then, even more fucking creepy, something bangs on the door as he's walking past it. His curiosity has peaked, and he goes, I'm going to... Walk up to the door Be and a brave snap man. a photo with the flash on real quick. He doesn't actually look inside. And run for his life. Yeah, he stuck his camera up into the window and flash. And Bang! The photo's creepy. Like, you can, you can almost make out what looks like a child's face in the photo in the dust. Like, it's just like a figure almost. It's, it's really freaking creepy. And this is supposed to be just a random abandoned place. So why is there just a kid in there? Who knows? Why is David following him in there? Couldn't see the hearse in the photo either. Yeah. It looked like that he got a, a photo of like an office room is really what it looked like because it was like a chair and a door. Yeah. I don't think the door was anywhere near where the big room was that he yeah. was at first It was the in. closest spot he could get a view into the warehouse. Like it, you could still see probably into the warehouse from there if you were to open the door. Yeah. But it, like, it was probably like the front office, like when you yeah, walk like, in, like the old exactly. lobby or something. Or like where like all the engineers would go and do all their like computer work, or probably not even computer work, whatever, like drawing or like, you know what I mean? Like the architectural stuff or not architectural stuff. I can't fucking think of it. I don't do that stuff. 
But still, nonetheless, it's all very creepy. It's abandoned looking, nonetheless, decrepit, dusty, dirty, and it just looks like a person. You have to look at this picture to actually get the full yeah, grasp so like, of it. In the picture, you can see a file cabinet and like what looks like fallen like insulation. insulation. Yeah. yeah. But then just in the right corner, you can see like what looks to be a kid. It's weird. It's it's all at your discretion, you know. Like you could look at it and be like, well, it's a smudge. But, you know, to like us, it more or less looks like a face of what has been following him. Yeah. He, he blows it up so you can get a good look of where he's talking about it. But then, so in his apartment, he replaces two bulbs in the, like, outside of his apartment in that little hallway. And within a week, both of them run out and burn up. Then his LED strip, the backlight on his TV starts turning on and off by itself. And he says that even it turns on when it's unplugged. And the TV Weird. has to be plugged in. Like, it's one of those USB ones, you know? Yeah, or it draws power from the TV. Yeah. Which, I I will put in my little skepticism on that is I will turn my TV off. And because and there's residual power yeah. in the TV, the lights still work. So, yeah. possibly debunked. Possible. Which would make sense. Currents do that stuff. Currents right. are weird. I think his delusions are getting... Now he's starting to give everything to David. Like, anything yeah. that he can't make sense of right away, he's saying... He's thinking David. I mean, what would you think? You know? like All at this that shit's point, happening. Yeah. You're having these crazy dreams. Like I'm having so many things... Ha- like, like, I would say tentatively really happen. Because I'm one thing... I'm a skeptic, too, where it's like, I want to see this stuff happen for my own eyes. But... Like, all the documented evidence he has and his very, I would say, well-told like story of what's going on is very creepy. Like, it puts goosebumps on my arms. Yeah, I definitely recommend everyone reading his whole thing, like, start to finish. Like, we're trying to paraphrase everything because it's, like, ridiculously deep. So, <laughs> and this episode's already going, like, a really long time, so... um. He also has another instance where he looks through the people and he gets what looks like another face. Yeah, so it's becoming more and more and more realistic to him where he's starting to see these things happen. So he starts becoming more and more paranoid because things are ramping up around the house. and Intensity's rising. David's definitely making his presence known, making bumps at at night in the ceiling where he thinks that he maybe has raccoons but then he realizes I'm on the top floor he's on the top floor and it's a brick building and the ceiling's right above him but there is a crawl space outside of his door in the hallway yes so he gets a long pole from Amazon looks like a giant broom <laughs> yeah and he starts messing with it to see if he can get up in there or at least see if the animal yeah at least like, open the hatch there he's not climbing up there like no by no means is he able to get up there because it's a 20 foot like clearance it's ridiculous yeah, there's the video no of way it is like okay yeah i wouldn't even get on that in the ladder yeah no way I, no way he pushes this thing open what falls out a 1900s little boy's leather shoe yep 
and it's it's old. It's dusty it's and old. it's old. It's been up there for a long time. So he calls his landlord, says, "Yo, come over here and investigate. Get we got coons. Yeah, we got rakins." So I will add before I get into that, he was hearing what sounded like something rolling across the floor. It was yeah. one of the specific noises that and he points out. And mind you, this crawl space is like three feet tall. It's like, not big. Nobody could really even just crawl up in there. You're not living up there but either. But this landlord was apparently a mouse and was able to fit up through this just little crawled, tiny hole. Yeah, crawled his way through there. And he goes, there's nothing up here, bro. But there, there was a little glass marble with a dent on it. And that shoe. And guess what? He gets the marble dated. And it it's comes old. from the 1900s. Yeah, it's old. It's a old cat's eye. The reason it has a dent is because they cut marbles with scissors. Mm -hmm. They blow the glass, make it a, a yep. bunch like a tube, and then they cut them and then roll them. It wasn't dented because of the head thing. Like, if you, no. that's what you thought. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it isn't dented because of the head. That's what I was trying to clarify. No, it's like, this no, that's how they made marbles. <laughs> <laughs> At first, that's what I thought. No, history lesson. <laughs> That's all that was. At first, I was like, fuck, dude. They dented marbles, too. <laughs> no, but that's wild. So, like, you you, you want to chalk that up to, like, coincidence. But then again, it's like, you could say paranormal things latch on to, you know, objects. And those so two objects could were be. in the building. And maybe they were David's. Yeah. He didn't He didn't move buildings, remember? He only went up a, a, a flight of stairs. So, there are your haunted items potentially yep there's the potential for why what does he do with them puts them on a mantle he just keeps them yeah fucking ballsy like ah. and you know what i'm not thinking that's the best idea because stuff continues to happen honestly it gets worse it starts getting <laughs> worse the dreams heavier rampant yeah they're heavier now he's seeing david more often and david is getting closer to him every time and i would almost say driving him insane basically attacking him too like lunging at him now like he's yeah. having dreams of david like leaping onto him and then he decides i'm gonna get another app another app that shoots was it 60 every 60 seconds it takes a photo yeah yeah that's like what that. it is so it's a time shutter time yeah time lapse, time lapse whatever photo thing. i don't know the terms people they're cool. I, he paid for it, too. You had to buy these apps. Like, some of these apps you pay yeah. for, which is cool. So, it's super cool. So, it takes pictures of him all night while he's sleeping. And this is where the story gets Really fucking creepy. Fucked. The, this, will, this is where it, you go look at these pictures. It'll put hairs on your arms again. Like, ooh. You see. You get the goosey bumpies. Like, and I'm pretty sure he moved the chair back in, like, the rocking chair back in. No. No, not the rocking chair. He has another chair in his bedroom, yeah, though. It's like, it's a, like a sofa chair. chair. Yeah. yeah. And in this chair, in these photos that you start seeing of his David's room. David's chilling on it. Just sitting there, sitting there. And it's clearly David. Yeah. It's a little boy. Striped shirt. Striped shirt. Looks like a doll, honestly. Like, the first impression you get at it, you're like, that's a doll. It's very there. realistic. It's super realistic. I don't know if it is a real photo. Sunken or in if it left isn't. side of his head. Or right side of his head. I don't know which side it is. It's what you think David would look like and what you don't want him to look like. Exactly the stuff of nightmares. And through this time of him sleeping, David moves down from the couch in front of the bed. They like slinks out of the chair and then you don't see him for a couple of frames and then he's on the bed hovering over him standing there, but not making an impression on the bed. So it's almost like he was in a wait. Yeah. Weird. Weird. And then he was looking directly 
And then he's literally hovering over your chest, looking you dead in the face. And this is where David says that he has a about with sleep paralysis again. And he says he's dreaming. And he says David is like rapidly speaking some, like, I don't know if he says tongues or saying something at him. And his mouth is moving extremely fast, unnaturally fast. And then he pounces on him. Basically. Yeah. And then he says, he wakes up and he says he had this vivid nightmare. And you know what he does? He checks his phone and sees these photos. It's not fucking dream. It really happened. It happened. It is put into his, his perceptive mind that this stuff was happening in his dreams, but this was really happening. The bruises on his arm happened. The dreams really happened. He's freaked out. Some time passes. He goes, I'm going to get out of here for a while. Going home. Going to my parents. I'm going to Montana. Big sky country. Calling my name. David can't get me there. Some things actually get better. They get better for a while. Things stop happening. He starts to get some clarity. Then. He gets footprints out in the snow. Will look like the small boy's footprints just leading off into the woods. Or out in the snow just in in his like, I would say his parents land. Like by his house. But this also could be chalked up to just coincidence. There's also a lot of animals in Montana. Mm-hmm. And if you look at them, the footsteps are almost too perfect. Yeah. Like the spacing. Well, not only mm-hmm. perfect, it's just like it, it could have literally been somebody was walking just in the morning because it's, you know, it's, it's a nice brisk morning. They just disappear into a ditch and that's creepy enough weird you know i don't know if i can really chalk that up as like as much david related as much the rest of the stuff but still is very weird because he has nothing else happen he has no dreams like nothing really so so he decides i'm gonna move back to manhattan and gets another apartment yeah moves away out of this apartment complex starts having nightmares again and sets up a camera while he's sleeping and he captures dear david Cuddling with him in his sleep. Bum, bum, bum. And then he captures him again in the living room on the couch. And that's, the, I'm pretty sure, the last update ever. And yeah, after the last few sightings like, of Dear David, he, he doesn't have he any says, more updates. Things get back to normal and just kind of evaporate. So he, he, all he really wanted to do was cuddle people. And I'm not 100% sure if it was after he left for his trip to Montana, he saw David on the couch and stuff like that, or before, because I, I want to say it was like after he got back, it just stopped happening. Like he cleansed his palate. But I could be completely wrong because like, the way that the, it all ended is very vague because it's almost like it's not a fairy tale ending where everything, you know, like is a movie scene where it's like there was a climactic ending where he vanquished the ghost or the ghost got him. It just kind of stopped happening and he stopped posting about it. And then he went on with his life. Like, you know, it just stopped, yeah, which seems really realistic. Hinting on that he had a book coming and he wrote a book and he had autograph signings and his book did very well. Mm-hmm. And people disliked him because he wasn't posting creepypasta style stuff like this and yeah or they, he, he wasn't saying said, this keeps happening i have like i would his word is i was just documenting my experiences i've never said that ghosts are real or mm-hmm. he never wants alluded people to, it. to believe that ghosts are real yeah he was just documenting his experiences and over time time has passed 
and we're in 2021 now. Yeah, happened in 2017. And the producers of it and many other filmmakers have taken much interest in this story. And there is a movie coming out of this, which has led a lot of people to believe that he used his already platform of being a story writer and a book writer to devise this master plan of to a gain the clout. Mm-hmm. Which, if he did, very elaborate. Amazing job. Yeah, bravo. It's an absolutely incredible story. It keeps you on your toes to the very end. I still don't know what to believe in. Like, If this is a hoax, it's the most elaborate, well-done hoax, hoax ever. It's one of the most elaborate hoax ever done Even in better Paranormal. than Slenderman. And yeah. Slenderman is one of those, like, you can believe it if you want, but it it's most likely made up. But this right here is almost like, I would say the perfect first-hand account of what really happens to people that are just normal everyday people like yes he might have a following but he wasn't standing to gain any more from if it anything other he than... was possibly putting shame on his art exactly or whatever. could That's be what like that like say. he was crazy yeah but i would say it's almost like he could have hurt his legacy from what he was trying to build with his like his working with art with his art and stuff because mm-hmm. Your personal page is your personal page, but you don't want to literally start posting quackpot theory stuff and then people start looking at your work because of it. And this was this doesn't come off as that to me. This comes off as a genuine, like, I just don't know who else to say this to or what else to do about it. Like, it's very interesting. I think I should, like, say something about it. And then, like I said, it just stops. Like, people want to be all skeptical about it, but... How are you going to sit here and tell me that a haunting is going to stop when you get exercised? What if that's not real? Like, that's not the, the really the right. case every really, time. The only man who knows the truth is Adam Ellis himself. Exactly. Ellis, yeah. We've been fumble fucking words all night. <laughs> We're 45 <laughs> well, I mean, minutes That's in. the truth. And honestly, you're either going to believe him or you don't. There's no way he can prove it yeah, because it's, it's all everything discretion. that he has put out there for proof is out there. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't think he would have went through all the trouble. It right. just seems like a lot of work. Documenting this for over a year. To get your cats involved in it. To break your own stuff. You know? like you, it, to, to literally go out of your way day in and day out to do that when you're already doing work and already living life just seems like so much extra. To just carry on this elaborate hoax for so long and then mm. to just let it vanish without letting anyone know. Mm. Which... Yeah, you want to say, oh, the movie deal is exactly why. But, you know, The Conjuring got a movie. The the Haunting on Hill House got a movie. The um, Amityville Horror House got a movie. Like, they're good stories. That's why they got a... That's, the Stanley Hotel has a movie. That is why, because these are really good stories. And if these are all real, you have the keys to the kingdom right there. Like, you have all the proof. And Everything. if they're not, they're fun. They're scary. Exactly. And like, who doesn't love this stuff? That's what we're all about, people. It and bumps. It bumps. <laughs> Hit the damn Dear David Bell. <laughs> That's about all we got for this one, folks. It's been an incredible episode. Absolutely. Probably one of the best ghost stories we've read. Ever yeah, this show. this was a heavy hitter. It was a thick one. It took a long time to research and get thank through. Thank you, Gideon Hunter, for yeah. Thank you for the recommending idea and the, topic. the story to us. This was amazing. Even though it's 
a newer old story. We had never heard of it till today, which was crazy because it went super I viral. I still don't understand how I <laughs> let this one slip. Like, this is a good story that we just should have covered earlier, but here we are now covering it. So with all that being said, and with this story being as wonderful as it is, and Adam Alice being the Iron Man that he is, if he lived through this, or the genius that he is, elaborating <laughs> all of this like amazing story yeah shout out to him you can find the link to all of this entire story and all of his twitter feeds if you want to read it word for word and watch all of the videos and see all of the photos that he took and dear david himself make sure you hit that link don't forget that like and subscribe if you're on youtube right now don't forget to hit that follow button if you're on apple iHeartRadio, Pandora, wherever you'd be listening to us, Podbean, Spotify. I don't know if we've said them all yet, but there's like 50 million of them and it keeps being new ones. Go to the Facebook. You'll be able to find any platform that you need because it's all there. The merch store is there. And remember to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes in the night.